I do believe the people that care less about what other people think about them tend to have a better life. It's just liberating. And, and the truth is, you think it's the people that troll you in comments. I'm actually talking about your parents. And like, like the, I genuinely believe that self-esteem is the ultimate drug in life. That, that I'm obsessed with driving self-esteem into my children, my mom did that for me. And listen, there's a very fine line between self-esteem and delusion, right? There's a very fine line, but the reality is there are just so many people sitting here that are broken inside because they care what their older brother thinks about their behavior or what their husband thinks about their behavior or what their mom said to them growing up. And I don't really know how to break that. What I'm trying to do with my life is, in parallel, achieve what I want for me. But the reason I document so much is I'm trying to become the injection of audacity into the people that watch me that gives them the courage to take the jump into the pool that they're scared to swim in. And so people are just being held back by other people's opinions. And that's deep stuff that you can't really hack at. I'm trying to play my tiny little part, but I would say that's the differentiation. Like, it's unbelievable to me. I, uh, I tweeted something which was an inside tweet without context for my company, which was, insecurity leads to politics. The people at VaynerMedia that are so talented, that are so about to win, that I'm about to fire because they're insecure and that leads them to terrible behavior, it breaks my heart and we try hard. My crew's there, they know, we try hard. We pound at them, we try to make them feel safe. We have a chief heart officer, I do my thing. We have a good culture, I try. But insecurity is a killer. It leads to all the bad shit. And so it's the difference between self-confidence and insecurity. It's the difference of like, Listen, being self-promotional and putting yourself out there, there's so many people that have opinions about me. As long as the people that actually know me have the opinions they have versus the people that have never met me but they heard me say fuck on stage, like as long as I'm good with the people that actually can look under the hood, then I'll always win. So if you feel good about who you actually are, you need to get loud. And if you don't, fix your shit. Pain from the people that are sending these crazy emails? Well, yes, sometimes, like directly from the clients. Yes. Just like from the social media world at large. Like, oh, you mean how all of social right now is just negative as fuck? Yes. yes. I feel it's like emotional dodgeball and like right. opinion dodgeball. Yes. Like all these ideas and like, how can I get in there and try and help people? And you stay on the offensive positivity if you believe it. You, you manage the amount of time you spend looking and rubbernecking at negativity. I don't give a fuck. Like, like, I see all the negativity. I just know that life is like this. Like, I expect, like, things to be difficult. Like, I, I wanna remind everybody, no matter where you sit on politics and things of that nature, just data, this is the greatest era to be alive. As sad as you are about certain things, I promise you, it'd be worse right now if the Black Plague was doing its thing. <laughs> And so I think we get crippled, right? You know, I think a lot of people here need to go and spend more time with 80 and 90 year olds and ask them what they lived through. Nothing's perfect. We're always gonna have it bad. It's always going to be something. We've always picked on each other for being different. It sucks. So if you're lucky and you don't have that in you, I think you do what I'm trying to do, which is be completely, utterly on the offense of positivity because if you're positive and you're happy and you're optimistic, you owe it to each other right now to get louder because the only people that are loud are the people that are upset, right? Negativity is on fire 
and happy people are clamming up and staying away from it, that's how we stay happy. I went the other way, I'm going right at it, putting it out every single day. That's number one, but we're all wired differently. I'm able to eat shit at scale for the rest of my life. It's why I'm a leader, it's why I'm a company, it's why I put myself out there. If you get fatigued, you need to take yourself out there. It's okay to not be there every day, read every comment. I feel like if I'm not out there all the time that I'm like, you know, losing people. Yes, you are, but what's what's more interesting? Making $11 million a year and being miserable or making $6 million a year and being decently happy? You're welcome. That's it. It's the people that are the best that win. So, the market proves it for you, so let's go in detail. Like, like TechCrunch doesn't pick the winners, right? Like, 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 you know, the Wall Street Journal doesn't pick the winners. Three cool kids in the crowd don't pick the winners. The problem is everybody wants to be anointed a winner or best at what they do before they've actually done it. Let me just remind you and everybody else here. I built a business for 18 hours a day, every day, running a wine liquor store for 13 years every day before I ever had the audacity to come to something like this and talk. So, so, let me, have, let me tell you something amazing. If you're good enough, you will win. But if you are upset that somebody else's grandpappy got them ahead of you, then you're gonna lose. Everybody started ahead of me. I'm just catching up. And then, so just, how would you then balance being ambitious to being patient? How, how By you recognizing that? you have no choice. <laughs> Do you understand? I'm the most fucking ambitious and most patient person you've ever met, which is why I'm gonna win real, real, real big. Find your version of that. You know, like, you have no choice. Who's gonna cry for you? Like, what's the choice? Are you ambitious? Awesome. I don't think you're as patient. Yeah, no shit. And the problem right now is that we're all living public lives and all this horse shit, this is what entrepreneurship and success looks like, fucking going to fucking Bali and fucking watches and private jets, it's all horse shit. Horse shit. But it's fucking with people's minds and they're getting impatient. I don't give a fuck what anybody else has. I'm focused on my shit. Start focusing on your shit. You're a young woman. How old are you? 27. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> Give your whole life in front of you. You know what I mean? Put your head down and do whatever this thing that you want to prove that you're the best at. Hardcore, if you actually spent all your time doing instead of dwelling, you'd be much further along. How do you balance your work and your life? Oh, we're talking about light work-life balance? Yeah. Communication. The end, like you just gotta figure out who's in, you know, again, back to not giving a crap. I'm not worried about what everybody here thinks about my work-life balance or the way I parent my kids. I worry about what my wife thinks and you know, and the inner circle, the kids are getting a little older. I'm gonna start hearing their feedback pretty soon. Um, and so I think that we are crippling ourselves on parenting and work-life balance and we're judging ourselves and we're all just trying to do the best we can, right? Like this gold standard, is ridiculous because it doesn't exist. There's just whatever the current politically correct point of view is, which has historically been wrong on almost every social issue of all time. So for me, by looking at that, I'm just worried about what's happening in my house 
That's why I don't give people a whole lot of advice on this issue because you, your relationship is different. You know what your relationships are. And so I just try and over communicate the end. And some days it's rolling for six months and then it gets tough and like we just, we just try. But it's hard to suppress who you are. Like if you're hungry and you're climbing, it's tough to not climb and be hungry. And so you need to be more selfish than you realize because your happiness is the starting point of how it's gonna impact everybody around you. And so you just talk these things through. Entrepreneurship has been put on the current pedestal of like rock star status, which is great for me and I'm pumped about it. But what it's doing is it's making a lot of 15 to 22 year old impressionable kids think that that's the only way out. And I'm gonna remind everybody, and this is a good segue, and David, I appreciate you bringing this up because it opened up a mind. My friends, we have lost, we have lost people that have come to this conference a decade ago, nine years ago, eight years ago, to suicide because of the pressures of being successful in our space. The hardcore startup Silicon Valley pressure thing that doesn't hit everybody here. But we've created this world where everybody wins and the truth is barely anybody's winning. Right, there's only a, you know, everybody thinks they're building the next Snapchat or Instagram. Those are, you know, one, two, three companies that have made it happen. So I'm scared, I love it because I'm an entrepreneur and I live the reverse of your life. I got D's and F's, was emotionally sound as shit, making $4,000 a weekend, was a good kid, and everybody told me I was a loser because I wasn't gonna be good at academics. So I'm thrilled that we're not just black and white from the 80s and 90s where school's the only way out, and I, shit, I wish I was growing up in this era because I'd be really doing my thing. At the same token, I think the pendulum has swung too far. Entrepreneurship is very lonely, it's all on your back, It's a ton of pressure, it's all on you, there's nobody to point to. If you fail, everybody you know knows that you failed. That's a tough scarlet letter for the majority of people in it, especially if they're not pure and bred. David, do you know how much I love failing? I fucking love it. I love scarlet letters. I want not only the A, I want fucking to Z because I'm a pure bred entrepreneur and losing is attractive to pure bred entrepreneurs. It's the only way you learn. 100% and, and it's just, it's the cost of entry to the game. But now you have a ton of people who aren't and they were good A and B students or they'd be a great number four or a great number 13 or a great project manager, great! But they wanna be a number one that's just a totally different game, it's gray. Shit's gray. So I'm concerned because we're funneling too many kids into it and there'll be a lot of pain that comes along with that because right now I know a ton of 26 year olds with their startup, they've never failed, their grandfather like was the naming rights of the fucking library that they went to college with, right? They're like cruising but the market, the funny thing about the market, in school, even in college, even in a lot of jobs, like your last name, the family you came from, money can protect you. The market, you launch a product, the market doesn't give a fuck, David. The market doesn't give a fuck what your grandfather did. And that's where people are getting hurt. And there's gonna be a lot of pain in the next two, three, four years whenever this melts. And so I just, I'm, I'm passionate to make sure that we talk about self-awareness and getting to know yourself and what you're good at, not that entrepreneur is the key to success. Like you don't bust through on day one. If you do not love the process of what you're up to, you've already lost. It's true. This shit's hard. Like, what do you want? You want your first fucking podcast to be number one on fucking iTunes? Who the fuck are you? (laughs) 
Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's the part. You have to love it. I love when people shit on me. I love when I showed up to the tech world and like, the wine guy thinks he's gonna win this thing? Yep. You know, then I love going to Madison Avenue and being like, this Twitter, Business Week said Twitter boy tries to start an agency. I said, fuck yes. I'm about to do this TV show, right, on, on Apple, Planet of the Apps, Recode writes, Planet of the Apps has four celebrity mentors, Gwyneth Paltrow, Will I Am, Jessica Alba, and others. <laughs> when I tell you that article made me so fucking happy, you gotta love the process, man. Like you're gonna break through if you're good enough and you won't break through if your show is shit. But you've gotta try to figure out if you're shit or awesome. Do you feel like you have to be an entertainer or personality? I think people have to listen to it. You either have to be massively entertaining or really know what the fuck you're talking about. And when you have both. (laughs) You know what I mean? But there's plenty not massively charismatic, over the top assassins in what they do because they fucking know their craft and they say it their way. And by the way, maybe they are better off in, I'm obsessed with getting everybody to understand. You have to find your medium. Maybe you're a great writer. Maybe you're great in podcasting. Maybe you're in video. Maybe you cartoon it up like Hugh McLeod who dominates this scene of the early days of South By. Like, you've gotta find the way you communicate if you wanna communicate to the world. Don't do podcasting just because it's trendy. You don't have to have your Eureka moment right now. You need to realize you're a salesperson, because that's clearly what you are based on the narrative you just painted, and what you should be doing is tasting a lot of different things, putting yourself in different rooms, different networks, consuming different content. You need to figure out what floats your boat. But by the way, it may just be the game of sales, and it may not matter what the product is, and that would be okay as well, but you don't have to figure out what your monster business is right this second. And you need to be thankful for having clearly really strong sales skills because it is a survival tactic that will always work for you. Keep doing what you're doing and be on the offense to try and learn new things in the world. Cooking, fucking tires, like I'm serious. Yoga, meditation, like just keep putting yourself out there because something might grab your heart. Sure. (laughs) You got it, man. Good luck, man. I love you too. Good luck.